Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. E.G. Marshall. There is more than the fear of the supernatural, the unknown. There is the terror that stalks the streets of our cities, and the nightmare of sudden accident that can erode a man's soul and destroy faith and hope. This story begins in an old limestone house, once an extravagant mansion, now a walk-up apartment building. And we start at the top, in the tiny two-room flat occupied by an elderly single lady as she opens the door after the long climb. Our mystery drama, The Deadly Blind Man's Bluff, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Mason Adams and Augusta Dabney. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division and Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Say, do you know what happens this time of year? The swallows come back to Capistrano. Nope. The buzzards come back to Hinkley Ridge, Ohio? No. Uh, Bulldogs all over the world begin to shed? Not even close. This, my friend, is the time of year when you can get a super little deal on the practical but elegant Buick Apollo. And just between you and me, it may very well be the best chance you'll ever have to buy a Buick. I could have sworn this was buzzard day in Hinkley. Hinkley? Most appetizers you eat, but there's one appetizer you drink. Dubonnet. Before that's the time to think about some Dubonnet to drink. Before a meal by day or night, it helps to whet your appetite. Before, yeah, before. It's the time before the Dubonnet. Think of Dubonnet as an appetizer. It's the wine you drink before meals, before lunch. Before dinner at cocktail time. Before whatever you've got cooking. It helps to whet your appetite. Whether you serve it straight, on the rocks, with a twist, or soda. Dubonnet before makes what comes after that much better. Dubonnet. It all started in France, of course. Before, yeah, before. The time before for Product of USA. Dubonnet Company, New York, New York. Hi, Dave Herman here reminding you that my analysis of this Sunday afternoon's football game, the Jets against the Buffalo Bills, is brought to you in part by your local Chevron dealer. Broadcast time is at 12.35 over WOR Radio. Not so long ago, 821 Green Street was a good place to live. From the landlord who lived in the basement to Mrs. Schofield, the elderly lady who lived on the top floor in the single tiny apartment with a flower terrace outside. Certainly nobody was happier to move into the building than Fran and Dave Miller. How could they have even guessed that in it Dave would lose himself as a man or that a savage, reckless, vicious killer would be the magic key to him finding himself again? It's quite a climb, three flights. 
Only one person lives higher. Mrs. Schofield. Quiet as a mouse. She won't ever bother you. Ah, here we are. How clean and well kept up everything is, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, mm. somebody takes a lot of pride in the work put into this. Mm-hmm. My grandfather had this house built for him. Mm-hmm. 1894. People took a power of pride in what they worked at then. Can't find anyone who wants to work with his hands these days. Oh, yes, you can. My Dave. And nobody takes more pride in what he does. Huh? What's your profession, Mr. Miller? I'm a jackhammer man, Mr. Stone, a riveter. Yes, mm. he works on all the big ones. Why, he doesn't care how high he goes. Yeah, well, I'm glad you brought it up because, uh... There is one drawback to the apartment, I feel, that I've got to tell you. You mean the big apartment job they're breaking ground for at the corner? Yes, yes. There's going to be an awful lot of noise for a while. (laughs) Well, that's no drawback for us. Mm. Because we're both out working all day. As a matter of fact, I may be even working on that building. So I'm the one who'd be apologizing to you. Well, I'm glad that's out of the way. Now, let's have a look at the apartment and uh, and see what you think. eh? I've got that feeling, Dave. It's going to be lucky for us. Oh, my. Oh, well, if the rest is as good as this, we're home, Dave. Morning, Mrs. Schofield. Not off babysitting with your grandson today. Oh, Sergeant Hennessy. Now, how would you know today's my day? Because it's Friday. And your habits are as regular as clockwork. (laughs) The sergeant knows the habits of everyone in the precinct. (laughs) It's what I get for being a beat cop the most of my life and sticking to it. Well, don't think we're all not grateful, Mr. Rivera. It's why we all think this is the safest neighborhood in the city. But uh, my son and his family are off on vacation for two weeks. I'm surprised you didn't go along. Oh, too far. Besides, my plants need me. Well, bye now, Sergeant Hennessy and Mr. Rivera. <laughs> I like that, mister. A lady only had titled friends. And who's the big guy following her up the stairs there? Huh? i never seen him before. It's okay, Juan. He and his little bride just moved in. Nice people. Oh, yes. Yeah, I have seen his wife. Something to look at, huh, Sergeant? <laughs> Pretty as a picture. <laughs> Which is more than you look like, leaving your big fat rump against the building. Too many tortillas, Juan. Come on, let's go patrol. And you know, it's a funny thing. The longer the day goes on, the heavier these boots get. <laughs> <laughs> just thank himself up there. You live in Queens on the first floor. And not up four long flights like poor Mrs. Schofield is climbing now. You'll never make it. Can I give you a hand? Oh, thank you, young man. I'm afraid these stairs are beginning to get the better of me. Uh, I'm David Miller. My wife and I just moved on the fourth floor, apartment B. Well, I'm Letitia Schofield, top floor. Well... Just one more now, if I ever make it. Well, I'd be glad to see you home safe. Safe? Oh, Lord bless you, son. In in this house, that's never anything to worry about. Seven years I've been here, and it's as safe as a church. Are you sure you can make it now? Oh, don't you worry. I fly this last flight like a bird. Fran, it's me. I got the cup hooks and the other stuff. Hi, darling. Oh, I've just been fixing and fiddling, and it's all just as perfect and wonderful. 
As I knew it would be that first day when we took it. Oh. Hey, take it easy. You want to break me in half? No, I just want to hug you as hard as I can to let you know how happy I am. Mm. Oh, nothing could break you anyway. You're as hard as steel. <laughs> Not inside. Not when you're this close. Well, I want to be as close as... as close. I love the apartment, darling. I love you. I love us. Do you love me? You know I do. Uh, all I do is have to look at you. You're so beautiful, friend. Okay, you just keep wearing those rose-colored spectacles and I'll stay that way. I don't need spectacles. Nothing the matter with my eyes. <laughs> what floor you be working on today, Dave? 76. Just started to frame up. Oh, darling. See, I wonder at you sometimes... Aren't you ever afraid? I wouldn't want to take time to think about it. You can't. Fear's like rust. Once you let it start, it corrodes everything. Oh, I'd be afraid of losing you. Uh, you. You start thinking that way and you destroy the way we love each other. Don't you forget yesterday afternoon. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> Don't worry, I won't. Well, I see you around four. And it's an eternity. But it's worth living through. Just so we can see each other again. And I'm the one who gets the best part of that bargain. What are you, Juan? The bird of ill omen? You're always hovering over the bulletin. Hey, that fellow top dog. If I could catch that piece of filth, then all the rest of being a cop, the other certain waste, and most of the time being too late to stop it, it would be worth it all. Yeah, I know how you feel. He's a, a maniac. He kills too often. But me, I I just hope he stays out of our precinct. <sighs> he seems to be working the other side of town. Now, here's a bulletin in from the 13th. Looks just like him. Hmm. But I am not like you. I want him in our precinct so I can find him and destroy him. Anyone catches him is really going to have their eyes peeled. In the meantime, we'd better hit the beat. So far, we're... Lo What's that? Uh, it's our precinct. Uh, fire on that big new Haverford casualty building. All personnel alerted for fire department support. Okay, Juan, I'll check with the lieutenant. You'll see what squad cars might be available in case we need to ride. What caused the fire, Sergeant? Well, like I got it from the crew boss. Your uh, your husband's been breaking in a new bucket. Yeah, man. I know. His regular partner, Duke Maxter, he sprained his ankle. That's right. And, and I know the new guy's a scatter arm, but, but th this wasn't the first rivet he's thrown out of Dave's reach. No, no, man. And even as, as red hot as they are, Sergeant, even on wood floor, the rivets aren't likely to start a fire. Yeah, well, well this one did. You see, they were just about to start welding on one of the joints, and yeah. the, the welder had just brought up his tank and uncoiled the hose. The rivet your husband couldn't catch landed right on the rubber hose, burned through it like that. Oh, and flash-fired back to the tank. Yeah, that was pure oxygen, ma'am, and it went off like a bomb. <gasps> it's a lucky thing for Mr. Miller. The welder was kind of between him and the tank, a, uh, a human shield-like. Oh, poor man, how awful. I hope he wasn't hurt too bad. He, uh, he didn't feel no pain. He's dead? Yes, ma'am. And Dave? 
Uh, here comes the doc now. Uh, she's the one to ask. Uh, Dr. Beinfield, this is Mrs. David Miller. Oh, how do you do, Mrs. How's Miller? my husband, doctor? Is he hurt bad? Well, not in general, Mrs. Miller. Do you know what yes, happened? Yes, yes, the sergeant told me about the explosion and, and, and the other man, the welder, yes. Well, he absorbed almost all of the flame and the flying metal. Almost all? Uh, unfortunately, it... <clears throat> well, one of your husband's eyes was badly burned. Oh, uh, plastically, we can patch him up as good as new, but oh, I'm afraid the sight... Oh, is... no. No. Oh, but Doctor, the other eye... That's all right, isn't it? Please, isn't it? Mrs. Miller, I, I have to ask you to be brave. The other eye was hit by a piece of the tank that we've been operating... Fortunately, your husband was far enough away so that most of its force was spent. There was no injury to the brain. But the optic nerve... Go on, doctor. Well, I'm afraid it... It was completely destroyed. You mean that... You mean my Dave is blind? Oh, I... Mrs. Miller, I... Oh... I'm sorry. You had to walk in and see me. No. Just keep your mouth shut and do like I tell, mister. Now just walk over to that wall. Away from the door. Keep your hands up. Say nothing, right? Not a peep. Not even to beg and crawl and tell me you never seen me. <laughs> you never seen nothing. You didn't see nothing, mister. Nobody sees Top Dog and lives. <laughs> vicious killer on the other side of town from an unconscious young man who doesn't know yet that he will never wake to light again. A psychopath who doesn't deserve to be alive and a fine young man tragically turned into a someone else he will find hard to live with. What do these two have in common? Why do they belong in the same story? We shall begin to find out when I return shortly with Act Two. Give your hand to a friend Give your heart to your love But give your cold To contact The sooner the better The common cold is a rotten thing You miss so much Sneezing, drips, and congestion can drag you down Then, ask yourself the contact question Six or three or one You'd need six cold tablets, two every four hours, or three ounces of Cole's liquid, one every four hours, or just one contact for up to 12 hours continuous relief of those symptoms. That's daytime, then nighttime relief. Both the others have things for aches and fever, and the liquid, something for coughs. Not found in contact 600 tiny time pills. Here's your cold to contact. Six or three or one. Take contact. Only as directed. Hey, ma'am, what's for dinner? Hey, ma'am, 
podcast. Here's this week's dinner winners from your ShopRite supermarket. Fresh American whole leg of lamb, just 97 cents a pound. Shoulder lamb chops, $1.27 cents a pound. First cut beef chuck steaks, 59 cents a pound. Semi-boneless beef chuck roast, 99 cents a pound. Fresh pork spare ribs, 89 cents a pound. Fresh honeydew melons, just 69 cents each. Lots of variety for your menus and savings, too. So get a lot more for a little less. Throughout your ShopRite store, it's ShopRite. She loves the family. She wants the best. She does all that she can do. She lets ShopRite do the rest. Hey, my, what's for dinner? ShopRite has the answer. This is WOR New York, an RKO General Station. In the long weeks that followed, Dave tried to make his adjustment. He faithfully followed all the instructions of his teacher who came daily. Most difficult was persuading Dave to leave the house, to learn to walk on foot, to carry the white cane that was the badge of his condition. One thing only he did willingly enough, exercises. He kept himself as fit and hard as he had always been. Outside, he was still the same Dave Miller, alive and vital. But inside, something at the very core of him had died. Particularly after the riveters came to the building at the corner. Oh, Mr. What? Miller, can I give you a hand upstairs? No, I don't need a hand up. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mrs. Scofield. Mrs. Schofield, isn't it? <laughs> yes, and I'm the one that's sorry. I, I spoke before I thought. It's it's just that you don't know how I dread those stairs, so, so I... So I'll do the helping. <laughs> huh? i got to find some use for myself. Um, you got groceries there? Oh, just a few. Most I can manage at one time. Well, you, you give me those. Come on, come on here now. Let me have them and take my other arm. <laughs> and this time I am taking you right to your door. Oh, my. Oh, well, that's the easiest trip I've ever made, I think. Oh, thank you, Mr... Uh, no, no, I, I think I'm old enough to say thank you, Dave. Sure, Mrs. Schofield. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll give you the shopping bag now. Oh, good. Oh, won't you come in a minute? And knock over your furniture or bust something? Don't forget I'm blind. Oh, you wouldn't let me forget. But... I wanted to show you my terrace. I waited too long to see it, I'm afraid. Oh, well, you can still smell the flowers and feel how cool it is and hear my little fountain splashing. Even with all the other racket, I can still go out there and and feel at peace. Terrace, huh? Mm-hmm. And I'll even make you some lunch. Friends at work, isn't she? Well, somebody has to make it to pay the bills. Okay, just, uh... Just guide me so that I don't make a fool of myself. Well, now you just give me your hand and I'll guide you. Now, that's my silver tea caddy that Fred, he was my husband, he gave me for a special wedding present. He knew I always... Oh, watch out for the chair. Yeah. He always knew I liked to set a good table. And Oh, that's my corner cupboard with my bells. Fred gave me one every new year to ring it in. Thirty-five of them. 
he died before he could give me the last. Oh, now, here's the terrace. I'll get the door and watch out for the step over. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hey, hey, something smells good. Oh, that's honeysuckle. It, it's just like a weed, really. It takes so much pruning, but I can't bear to get rid of it. Other good smells, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Roses, gardenia, carnations. That honeysuckle's getting stronger. Oh, that's because you're right near the edge. Now, careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel a coping. What's, uh, what's down below? Oh, the sidewalk and the areaway. Long drop. Huh. That's what drives me real crazy. Oh, I don't blame you. It bothers me a lot. No, no, not for the same reason. That's where I ought to be. Up there with my gun. <laughs> Watch it, Juan. He's got a gun. We know that. Did you hit him? I never even saw him. He went over the fire escape so fast. Let's get after him. That's too late. He was four or five rooftops away, and between two of them's a jump neither you nor I could make. <laughs> it was top dog, wasn't it? Huh? By all the signs. Another top floor apartment, another corpse. And something new I don't like at all. What? He's moved his territory. He's in our precinct now. Drive that river home. Uh, what? The, oh, who, who, who's that? Fran? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm sorry about the riveting gun. Oh, well, they'll be jack gutting all day. Well, I should have closed the bedroom window when I got up. I'll get it now. No, no, I'll, I'll do it. What, uh, what time is it? Five after eight. Darling? What? Why don't you go on back to bed? No, I couldn't sleep now. You must be so tired. Why should I be tired? Because you were up half the night again. You were prowling about in the... So say it. In the dark. What else is there? Uh, I got things on my mind. Oh! Oh, what are you looking for, darling? My slippers. Well, I'll get them for you. I can get them for myself. Will you stop treating me like a baby? Never mind, I got him. Dave, don't find it so hard to ask me for things. I'm your wife. I, I want to be everything to you. I've always tried to be. Is it so hard to let me be? Dave, can't I be your eyes? I'd give them to you if I could. Oh, honey, come here. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Just just try to bear with the bear, huh? <laughs> That's not much of a joke. I think it is. To hear you cracking one again. Second best thing you could do for me. And uh, what's the first? Well, as long as you are up. Couldn't you kiss me good morning? Oh, darling, forgive me. <laughs> I love you. Good morning. Good morning. I love you. Sit down, honey. Oh, Dave, I haven't time. And it's payday today. I'll be home real early. Okay. Can't do anything to interfere with the old take-home. Somebody's got to keep a roof over our heads. Honey, listen. 
Don't get down in the dumps again. What is the point? I feel so useless. I gotta do something. I gotta find something to keep me busy instead of hanging around in the apartment all day, twiddling my thumbs and going nuts. Well, you you ought to be taking your walk, getting some air. Sure. I tried that yesterday. Bumping into everyone. Bumping into everything. Having little kids help me across the street. I tell you, I tell you, when I went up with Mrs. Schofield, I was ready to... Take a dive off her terrace. Oh, listen, I can't leave you like this, Dave. Why don't you listen to the teacher? Can you get a dog? No, no, um, no. How many times are we going to have to go around that again? I, Ah, uh, gee, forget it, honey. Look, 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 look. Maybe I will look into it. Don't, don't worry about me. Worry about yourself, huh? Hey. Hey, what, what's the time? <gasps> After eight. I've got to get my coat and fly. Yeah, any hot coffee left in the kitchen? Oh, no. Oh. And, and Dave? Yeah. Well, you'll have to make instant. Because the electric pot is on the fritz again. Darling, it shorted out the whole house when I plugged it in this morning. Did you put in a new fuse? Oh, sure, sure. Where's my bag? <laughs> I'm the last person to ask. But I'll fix the percolator. It's just a loose connection. And Fran. Yes, darling. While I'm at it, I'll try to rewire myself. Oh, oh, darling, I hate to leave you in this mood. Yeah, in this mood, I ought to be left. I'll see you around five. Okay, maybe earlier. Oh, and there's fried chicken and corn on the cob for dinner. Well, that ought to bring out a grin. From ear to ear. Oh. <laughs> Just look at me. <laughs> My favorite sight. Bye now. Bye-bye. Good morning, Mrs. Schofield. Oh, Mrs. Miller. Oh, I'm so glad someone's going downstairs. You know, they'll be the death of me. Well, yet. here, you lean on my arm. Oh, thank you. How, how's Mr. Miller? Oh, Dave's coming along fine. How's your son? Well, I, I don't see so much of him. He's off at business so much. Well, I should think you'd want to live with your family. Oh, no, I, I don't need be in the way. My son and his wife have their life to live. And three is a crowd. Besides, it's it's good for old people to be independent. We have to hold on to our pride. We'd fall apart without it. Not only old people. Hmm? Oh, what? I was just thinking, I was just thinking, what what can you do for someone who's lost it? Well, you can't. Just just count on time for Dave. I'll try to remember. There, there, that's the last thing. Oh, I'll get the front door. Oh, that, that's awful riveting. <laughs> I'll be glad to get away from it for a good day. Good morning, Mrs. Scorfield. Mrs. Miller. Oh, good morning, Sergeant Hennessy. Good morning. Uh, could I remind you that me and Juan Rivera are collecting again for the Police Boys Fund? Uh, could I put just a wee bite on your board? Well, not on me now. I've only a subway token and lunch money till I get paid. But I'll be back early. Before five this afternoon, could you stop back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Well, could you wait for me till then, too? I, I've got to catch my bus. Well, I wouldn't bother either of you except in a good cause. But uh, I wonder now... Uh... Should I be troubling Mrs. Miller at all under the circumstances? You let her contribute her bit. Don't undermine her pride. Well, it's Dave Miller's pride I'm thinking about. Now that he can't work. Yeah, I was laid up once with a bullet and I thought I'd never be a whole man again. But I had the chance to recover. What has he got? <laughs> Thank you.
you say, Fran? You mind if I turn off the TV? Be my guest. I can't look at it anyway. That hammer was driving me up the wall. I had to kill the noise. Oh, baby. Ah, I'm going to have to get a dog, Fran. You're right. At least it... At least it'd get me out of the house more often. Why, hon, that's what you need. You've got to start living again. Living? <laughs> living. That... That was living for me. Fran, you just don't know. Slung in a rig, feet braced against a column, whacking home those red-hot nails. Or straddling a crossbeam as a bucket man and picking those sizzling babies out of the air and lobbing them up to the gun hog and his funnel or passing them on with the tongs. I tell you, a guy felt like a king. I mean, you own the world. You were building a whole city. You, you could turn any which way on your perch and, and you could see the... Daddy, darling. Uh, darling. Gee, forget it. It's over. It's done with and... So am I. I'm no good to you. You're my world, darling. You're all I want. But you know, you're acting like a baby. It's about time... It's about time that you started acting like a man again. How? By facing your problems. By realizing that, well, in spite of what's happened, you're as good as any other man. And for me... You're a darn sight better when you're yourself. I'm going out and make a cup of coffee. You can't. I used up all the instant. You didn't fix the percolator? I tried to, but it's in the elements somewhere. And guess what? I couldn't fix it because I couldn't see where. Dave, where are you going? I'm going out. I'm no good to you. I'm no good to me, to nobody. Just let me figure my own way out. I should climb up to Mrs. Schofield's and just take the big step over that honeysuckle off of the terrace. What? I was a gun. Hey, who's there? Did you hear a gunshot? Shut up. Drop that white cane. I, I need it. I can't see. Hey. Hey, you mean you're blind, man? Yeah, but who... Oh, boy, oh, boy. This is your lucky day. I almost let you have it, too. Okay, okay, now move away. Who are you? Move away. I said move it. I got a gun in my hand and I'm busting clear out of here. It's okay, Juan. If you tried to lump that lump of lard on your rump up four flights, you'd be liable to have a heart attack. Cops. Okay, Mac. Is this your apartment, huh? Yeah. Do you feel that? That's a rod. It's loaded and I ain't got no cause not to use it again. So open up your door and get me inside. Why should I? The name's Top Dog, man. That bring you in a line? You heard of me, huh? Yeah, I've heard of you. Then you know I don't mind using this. That's just what I was thinking about. Maybe I should just let you go ahead. My best way out. What would you say if I just said, go ahead, shoot? It's taken a while, but these uneven antagonists have met by sheer chance. Now the smell of fear hangs heavy in the air. The desperate criminal about to be caught red-handed. The hopeless young man who thinks he has so little left to live for. 
a moment of desperate decision for both. Which we will return to shortly with Act Three. Ever see a beer drinker pour his beer real easy down the side of the glass? Maybe you do it yourself. If so, the Budweiser Brewmaster thinks you're missing something. Especially if you're a Budweiser drinker. You see, Bud is brewed, so it will kick up a healthy head of foam. Exclusive beechwood aging and natural carbonation make it a lively brew. Well, anyway, pouring Bud plunk down the middle of the glass helps bring out the best in that clean white Budweiser foam and real beer aroma. It also helps you get the full benefit of a taste, smoothness, and drinkability you'll find in no other beer at any price. Remember, brewing beer right does make a difference. Next time, pour that Budweiser right down the middle and see for yourself. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis. Suburban Savings in northern New Jersey, you're always the tops. So to help you reach the top, Suburban is offering you a top 7.90% effective annual yield on their 7.50% savings certificates. And Suburban guarantees it from 4 to 10 years. Just a $2,500 minimum is all you need to get your savings straight to the top. Federal regulations allow premature withdrawals on savings certificates, provided prescribed federal penalties are adhered to. Of course, Suburban also has other ways to top off your day with a wide selection of other savings plans to choose from. Your savings will always come out on top because we offer you the highest interest rates allowed by law. Come into any Suburban Savings Office conveniently located in Bayonne, Edgewater, Elmwood Park, Emerson, Hackettstown, Morris Plains, Nutley, Paramus, Sparta, and Wayne. And choose the right savings plan for you. This Sunday afternoon's clash between the New York Jets and the Buffalo Bills is brought to you in part by M&M Mars, the fun-sized candy people. And I'm Dave Herman for all the commentary throughout the game. Broadcast time over WOR Radio is 12.35. On the fourth floor landing, Top Dog looks in awe at the first person he has ever met who shows no fear of the lethal weapon that is killed without mercy so often. From below... Approaching gradually is the measured tread of the sergeant of police as he toils up the stairs towards them. Above is the woman Top Dog has just murdered. And he knows there is no rooftop escape from this house. You open that door, man, or you die. I suppose that's just what I want. Someone to do for me what I haven't got the guts to do myself. No, that's just where you get it if you don't open that. Dave! Shh, shh. Okay, lady. Okay, that's it. I got a gun. Now back in the house, or I'll let your husband have it. Oh, please, please, please don't. Same goes for you, mister. Now you don't move, or the lady gets it. Okay, okay, don't shoot. I'm with you. Is your wife? Yeah, I said, so help me. Shut you... up. Now, nobody's going to get hurt if I get out of here, okay? But I'm warning you. I got nothing to lose. Now, I just knocked off that old dame upstairs. So the both of you just freeze and keep your mouth button real tight. Or I start blasting us. Shh, shh. Hey, Juan. Yes, Juan. Yes. I was just looking out the second floor hall window. 
There's an old heap parked on the other side of the street. Uh, oh, yeah, I see. Hey, check that plate, will you? Looks like a stolen car to me. Lousy copper. What's he want? Maybe he heard the shot. Oh, come on, over that rivet gun? Hey, what's that lousy cop want here anyways? Huh? Every cop in this city is looking for you, top dog. Dave, don't bait him. That's ah, okay, lady. I know it. I'm number one. Sure, something to be really proud of. Did you really shoot Mrs. Schofield? Ah, she caught me. Caught me going through her apartment. You shoot an old woman in cold blood? Well, she seen me, didn't she? No. Listen, baby, I'm a three-time loser. Now, I got nothing to lose. What's that poor little thing? You... Gosh, she could have pulled me out of the file. She seen me. When anybody sees me on a job, gets it. Anybody catches me on a job, gets it. Hey, that's where you get a break, man. Now, ain't you glad you're blind, huh? You couldn't give him a make on me. Hmm? Hey, lady. Hey, lady, you blind like your husband? No, no, yes, I'm Yes, yes, we're both blind. So, you've seen me too, lady, huh? Well, that's kind of too bad now, ain't it? Hold it down, everyone. Who's that? I, um, I guess it's the sergeant. What's he want here? Um, Mrs. Schofield and I promised him a contribution for the for the police force league this afternoon. Well, maybe he'll figure you ain't home, huh? No, he knows I'm here. I, I just said hello to him at the corner. You see? So pay him off. You're hurting me. Now look, you, you just cool it, man. Now look, Jake, you've got one other job to do. Now you keep that cop from going upstairs. And no funny business. Ah. You do anything to my wife. Ah, button it up, helpless. You're the first to get it if anything goes wrong. Now you get it, lady? Yes. Then go on. Oh, afternoon, Mrs. Miller. I knocked and got no answer. But I rang the bell because, well, I'm sorry, but I uh, I knew you were home. Y- yes, I uh, uh, went to get my bag. Something wrong? No, um, no, um, uh, I'm, I'm just still a little out of breath after the stairs. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I took my own sweet time on them. It's one tough climb. Here's the money. Oh, thank you. And now I'll just make out the receipt. Oh, that, that w- won't be necessary. Oh, it won't take a moment. We're supposed to, you know. If I could just step in a minute, I'd like to say hi to Dave. But you can't. Are you all right? You're acting kind of funny for you. It's it, it's just Dave. He's um he's not feeling so well, but he's lying down, and you know um he well he has his bad day. Oh yes, I understand. Poor guy, lousy thing to happen. I'll uh, I just scribble this against the wall. <sighs> well, just one more flight to go, and I've done my bit for the PBL. <laughs> if I can make it. Uh, Mrs. Schofield? Yep. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't believe she's home yet. Why, sure she is. I saw her in the corner grocery not ten minutes ago, and she was on her way back then. Here's your receipt. Uh, I'll be seeing you. Why didn't you stop him? How could I? Before he finds out what you've done, now is your chance to make your break. Oh, no, you, you, you keep your distance, now, helpless. I don't trust you. What harm can I do you if you get away? I don't know what you look like. Uh, your wife here does. Uh, let me think. Uh, let me think. If I close the old lady's door, maybe he'll think. Maybe he'll think she went out again when she doesn't answer. Uh, 
Did I close the door? I don't remember. Or were her keys still in the lock? Come here, Fran. Now, you better make it quick if you're getting out of here. And don't try any shooting. You can't hit Fran with her behind me. You lousy... What? Fran, are you down there? You bet. And then where's the stolen car? Never mind that. You get out to our car and put in the 1020. Hey, you got a DOA? It looks like a homicide. And Juan? Yes, Sergeant. Cover the front door. Nobody goes in or out. There's a chance whoever did it is still in the building. Hey, what's your sentence? This one looks like your boy top dog. Santa Maria! Just get on the horn, will you, and get us some help. That tears it! Hey, look out! Oh! Oh! Don't scream, Mrs. Miller. One peep, and it won't be a little pistol whipping for your hubby. I'll lay his brains open. <laughs> okay, helpless. You can hear me, right? Yes. Well, then on your feet and in the bedroom. Hey, wait a minute. Ah, no fire escape. Fine, fine, let's go. What? What about my wife? Oh, she stays with me. I need her. Now, listen. The both of you. This is a 38. I got my hand. Now, I don't want to use it. Now, when that cop come around to check up, there ain't a sound from either one of you. Now, if he does come in, I'm in the closet. But, and I want you should listen close, Mrs. Miller. I can still blow that hole through your husband and the cop, and then you, if you don't follow orders. There he is now. Now, it's up to you, Mrs. Miller. Get in there, help us. On your face in the bed. Mrs. Miller. I ain't closing the bedroom door. Mrs. Miller. Now I can watch every move you make. Go ahead, Mrs. Miller. If anything goes wrong, I might even shoot Mrs. you first. Mrs. Miller. I understand. Oh. Well, I'm, uh, I'm sorry to bother you again, Mrs. Miller. What's the matter, Sergeant Henderson? No, no, are you all right? Why, has something happened? I was in the kitchen, and I thought I heard shouting. That was me and Patrolman Rivera. No, 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 I don't want to upset you, but but there's been an accident upstairs. Mrs. Schofield, is she... She's, she's dead. She was killed by a gunshot and, 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 and oh. robbed. Probably by a professional who goes by the name of Top Dog. He's a vicious, psychopathic killer, and there may be a possibility he's still in the building. Oh. If only we knew exactly when the shot was fired, we'd have a better idea. Maybe... Maybe I'd better ask Mr. Miller. Oh, he, he, he couldn't have heard anything. Hmm? I told you, Sergeant, he isn't feeling well, and, and I'd given him a sleeping pill, and so he was, well, he was dead to the world. Oh, well, God knows I wouldn't want to disturb him. I'll go on checking, and I, I just be sure to keep that door closed and bolted, and don't open it to anyone till you're sure who it is. Well, that was close. Now, what do you expect to do? Right now, we're all going to sit down and relax until the excitement's over. And I'm just going to walk right up. Suppose they put a watch on the building. Sit down, sit down, everyone. Now, I've been thinking about that. It comes out easy. Once the cop gives Mrs. Miller the all clear, I get me a real good disguise and just the right kind of protection to get me away clear. What's that? Huh? Well, your wife here is going to take her poor blind husband for a little breath of air. Nice walk around the block. Only it'll be me in your turtleneck sweater behind the dark glasses and carrying the white cane. You can't get away with it. Why not? <laughs> Once it's good and dark. No lousy cups still hanging around. 
It's almost dark. Hey, you. Hey, baby. Yes? Turn on the light so I can see. Okay. Now, pull the shade. And you can shove them shutters closed as well. Come on, come on. Hey. <laughs> Bet it's dark as, as the bottom of a well in here without lights, huh? Hey, how, how, how come a blind guy wants it so dark? Huh? Mike wasn't always blind. In fact, he used to be so sensitive to light. Okay, that... spare the sob story now. Get me some more lights on while we're waiting for the coppers to take off, huh? Yes. Oh, oh now, wouldn't you just like to have your hands in my throat? No gun? pair of eyes to see? <laughs> I bet you think if we was on equal terms... You, you could take me. I'd sure like the chance to try. Oh, you ain't getting it, baby. Hey, how's for some coffee, huh? Coffee? Hmm? No, I'm afraid of I can't. Of course you can, friend. But you said we were out of instant. Yeah, we are, but you can always make some in a percolator. But the percolator... Yeah, just plug it in. It's just what we need. Oh. Oh, well, if you think... Oh, yes. come on, come on. No tricks. I'm standing right here where I can watch the both of you, huh? Okay. Oh, what are you waiting for? Now, plug it in. Come on. Hey, what's this? Lock yourself in, friend. Hey, how did you fix the lights? I can't see you. How do you like it? Ah, come on. Come on, where are you, helpless? You, you come near me, I fill you full of lead. Keep away from me or I'll shoot. That won't do you no good. I'll get to the window. I'm going to give me some light now. You're having a chance, not on even turf. If I could see you. If I could only see. If I could... On my turf now, buddy. I still got my gun. Some light. I'm in my wrist. Just one little more move and I'll break your arm with pleasure. All right, honey, I got him. I could handle six punks like this. Get his gun. It's right by my foot. Yeah. Let me go, mister. I'll give you a break. Yeah, I'll give you a break. You shut your mouth or I'll break both of your arms. I was so scared when I heard the shots. I thought it was all over. All over. All over. Fran, honey, it's just beginning. No one is ever going to call me helpless again. First of all, myself. I'm not afraid of the dark anymore. That's my element. And you'll see. You'll see. I'll find a way to make it work for me. But you better put in a new fuse. <laughs> the police will need some light when they get here. Oh, shots, I'll bring them running. Oh, Dave, I'm so proud of you. Oh, it's even better, Fran. So am I. I got my own pride back. There are none of us without handicaps to overcome. And in the battle against them, pride is a good and just weapon. Dave Miller's is a great one. But he'll conquer now that he knows the way and has found the desire... Excuse me, sir, but do you know what happens this time of year? Right on, pal. I happen to know that right about now, a freak blizzard falls on Dumont, New Jersey. <laughs> and know. they're snowed in for the rest of the summer. Uh, happens every year. No, 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 nope. Uh, you see, what happens this time of year is that you can get a particularly good deal on what is perhaps the most luxurious midsize car on the market. The midsize Buick Century Regal. Well, what good's a car when you're hopelessly snowed in? Uh, well, that's a point. Our cast included Mason Adams, Augusta Dabney, Bryna Rayburn, Leon Janney, and Earl Hammond. 
The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. Tonight's WOR Mystery Theater was also brought to you in part by ShopRite Supermarkets, where you get a lot more for a little less. By Suburban Savings with offices throughout New Jersey. And by DuBonnet, a wine to go before your meal made to make what comes after better. Seating program was furnished by the Columbia Broadcasting System. This is Bob Considine for the National Leukemia Association. Please remember this name, Project Research. In addition to our other services, our special effort named Project Research has been established to help deliver a knockout punch against leukemia. Send your tax-deductible donation today to Project Research, care of the National Leukemia Association, Box 3003, Garden City, New York. This is Bob Considine saying thanks to you for Project Research. You know, we're committed to conquering leukemia. Your dial is set for news with John Scott reporting. This is WOR New York, an RKO general station. The Army will appeal federal court order freeing Lieutenant William Calley. Former President Nixon has a potentially dangerous clot in his right lung. Interpol warns of world menace. Smuggling of liquid hashish. It's 61 degrees in Midtown. The man says mostly cloudy tonight, mostly sunny tomorrow. This is John Scott with the 8 o'clock edition of the news, featuring the Financial Review. The Army announced tonight it will move to appeal a federal judge's decision overturning the murder conviction of former Army Lieutenant William Calley in the My Lai Massacre case. The Army issued a statement saying it will recommend to the Justice Department the decision of U.S. District Judge J. Robert Elliott be appealed that the Justice Department move for a stay of Elliott's order. Elliott, sitting in Columbus, Georgia, ordered Callie freed immediately from the Army prison at Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. The Army said that Callie will not be released from confinement pending a decision on these recommendations. The Justice Department acts for the Army in cases before the federal civil courts. If an appeal is made, it probably will be taken to the U.S. Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans. Former President Nixon's doctor says there's a blood clot the size of a dime in Mr. Late Nixon's lung and that it represents a potential danger, but the doctor said the clot is not critical at this time. However, the risk that a larger clot could form remains. The doctor says chances for the former president's recovery are good. This is the third day of Mr. Nixon's hospitalization, and he apparently is experiencing no pain. He's expected to remain in the Long Beach, California hospital for at least another week. Incidentally, his resignation from the California bar was accepted today by the California Supreme Court. He sent his resignation by mail on September 16th. The Ford administration has threatened to veto the mass transportation bill that would provide $600 million in interim operating subsidies to rail and bus lines. Supporters of the bill claim it's necessary to hold the line on transit fares and not raise fares in major metropolitan areas. Head of the Urban Mass Transportation Administrator, Frank Herringer, told Senate House conferees he's going to urge President Ford to veto the bill on grounds it would remove the urgency for Senate action on the six-year, $11 billion transit package 
already approved by the House. Meanwhile, New York politicians appeal to Congress today to vote more money for rapid transit. Republican Governor Malcolm Wilson said Congress should act on its own and not be put off by hints of possible vetoes. Wilson's Democratic opponent in the November election, Brooklyn Congressman Hugh Carey, made a similar appeal. He says President Ford and Vice President-designate Rockefeller should speak out for the Minish-Williams emergency bill as a means of combating inflation. Plans for nine projects to improve rail freight facilities in the New York metropolitan area were announced today by Governor Wilson. The projects will involve both the Penn Central and the Long Island Railroad. Wilson says the projects will be financed with a $30 million appropriation by the 1974 legislature, plus funds from a $250 million rail preservation bond proposal to be voted on in November. He says the bond funds will attract substantial federal money. At sundown today, Jews around the world began observing the Jewish Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. It is the most solemn day of the Hebrew calendar, and it's marked by a 24-hour period of fasting, prayers, self-evaluation, and repentance. Observance of the High Holy Day begins with a chanting of the Kol Nidre. It asks for God's annulment of vows that were taken unwittingly, rashly, or under compulsion. The Holy Day ends at sundown tomorrow. Jewish sources in Moscow report police attempted to clear the street in front of the Moscow synagogue tonight as Jews gathered to celebrate their Day of Atonement. The sources said minor incidents broke out, and one Jew was detained by civilian militia and KGB police who now regularly show up outside the crowded synagogue on Jewish holy days. Jews who could not get inside the synagogue were ordered to leave the area. The Commerce Department says the United States had a record monthly deficit of more than one and a tenth billion dollars in August. The higher cost of foreign oil continues to be a major factor in the country's worsening trade picture. The International Police Agency, Interpol, says the smuggling of liquid hashish a potent derivative of marijuana has become a world menace. Interpol says illicit production of marijuana and liquid hashish is on the upswing in India, Pakistan, Afghanistan, Lebanon, and Morocco. The World Police Organization unanimously adopted a resolution expressing particular concern to the growing traffic and the abuse of the drug. It urged Interpol countries to crack down on traffickers and manufacturers of the liquid hashish. The drug, because of its small bulk, is easy to smuggle. The WOR News Time. It's five minutes past eight. The search for a seven-year-old boy abducted from a schoolyard in Rutherford, New Jersey, spread to New York City today after a worker spotted a car believed used in the kidnapping. WOR's Ed Nash reports. An automobile registered to 23-year-old Thomas Burns has been located in a midtown Manhattan garage. And Burns has been formally charged by U.S. Attorney Jonathan Goldstein with the kidnapping of seven-year-old George the announcement was made by the FBI in Newark. A citizen's call to the FBI revealed the location of Burns' auto, and the search for him and the boy continue. Here are descriptions of man and boy provided by FBI Special Agent Brad Wickersham. Burns is described as a 23-year-old white male, 5 foot 6 inches tall, 150 pounds, short brown hair, and browned eyes. Calliorhychus is described as a seven-year-old white male with dark brown hair cut in a page boy style with bangs to the eyebrow level. He was last known to be wearing a white t-shirt with the words Ryden, R-I-D-I-N, dash high, H-I, ranch, Warrensburg, New York. A blue denim jacket, dark 
corduroy pants, red, white, and blue sneakers, and a New York Yankees baseball cap. Anyone recognizing either Burns or the boy are urged to call the nearest FBI office. This is Ed Nash, WOR News. In El Paso, Texas, three alleged bank robbers were arraigned before a U.S. magistrate. A fourth member of the alleged gang is still being sought. The three in custody are 16, 15, and 13 years old. The 10-year-old is the one the FBI hasn't nabbed yet. Authorities said they'd hang around banks as though waiting for parents to finish banking, wander around behind the teller's cages asking questions, and then, when no one was looking, grab some dough. The Kitty Heist gang allegedly made off with $6,000 earlier this month. I'm going to make off with the weather in the top of the news right after this. After lots of time and lots of miles, you get to know your car. You want it to be trouble-free no matter where you are. Your Delco dealer wants something you've got. Your old battery, any brand, no matter how old. Have your Delco man check your old battery today. If it needs replacing, he'll make you a trading offer on a new Delco battery. The battery that gives you an instant burst of starting power start after start. Check with your Delco man and see why. The more you know, the more you'll want Delco. Well, the more you know, the more you want Delco. Your local Delco dealer is the one to see. Your local Delco dealer is the one to see. For the Delco Energizer and all Delco products, go to Westchester Auto Supply, 1007 Yonkers Avenue, Yonkers, New York. That's Westchester Auto Supply in Yonkers.